Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. Welcome back into the Ticket Weeknights. I'm your host, Nicole Griffith. Fun show so far. We are in studio for another hour until 8 o'clock. Ticket Weeknights from 6 to 8. You can watch, stream, listen, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, in your car, on the app, on the web. And also you can ask Alexa or Google to play it for you. So it has been confirmed through the text line that it works. So hey, Google. Hey, Alexa. Play 93.7 The Ticket. Don't watch the stream while you're driving, though. No. I never said that. You're right. I, I just want to put a disclaimer out there. Good. Safety we first. It, we want to make it clear. Fun show so far. Go back and um, rewatch it. We had talked some a little bit of the NFL and then uh, Crazy Weekend with the championship games. And then we had Chris Baznet of the Lincoln Journal Star on to talk men's basketball. And then I had a new segment, 10-11 Stories of the Week, which I'm going to start to bring in to just kind of talk about, you know, the emotional roller coasters that I go through um, of all, every day of being a news reporter. But I'm excited to bring in our second guest um, tonight, and it is Jamie Burrow, the former Husker linebacker and also the brother of Joe Burrow, the older brother. He joins us on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell us just what was going through? First of all, did you even think that you would be in Kansas City for an AFC Championship game watching the Bengals and your brother this year? Um, I, I, I don't think I, I thought anything about it. But again, if you had asked, you told me earlier in the year that this something like this could happen again. Um, nothing with Joe would surprise me. I've seen him at, at every level, um, you know, kind of elevate. Uh, the entire team and, and set the trend um, from a culture standpoint. And um, during the season, they really started getting getting some things uh, rolling and, and really started to believe in each other. What makes him so great? He is a Heisman winner, uh, has a college national championship with LSU, and then is now playing and could potentially be a Super Bowl winner all within three years. What makes him so elite uh, i just say um 
you know, when your best players are your hardest workers, um, you know, and they, they demand that from themselves, um, you know, it, it's pretty difficult as a teammate of theirs if that's what they want and you, you respect them to not give the same effort. Um, and, and, and again, um, he just he just believes in, in himself and believes in his teammates. And after a while, they start seeing, well, you know, if this guy thinks I can do it, and he believes in me. Well, then you know, then I I probably can. So I just said he, he's he's great, just um, establishing and developing the culture. Um, his preparation, you know, dating back to high school is just uh, second to none. And um, when the moment uh, presents itself, he he's ready for it. So you were, um, well, I just learned this today, so I might be dating myself, a Mike linebacker at Nebraska, um, also known now like, as middle linebacker. So you were on the defensive side of the ball. Joe, quarterback, um, there's kind of a little bit of an age difference, but did you um, use him a lot? Uh, did he try to like play against you and you just roughhoused on him being on the defensive side of the ball? No, no. We, the games that we would, again, he was born my senior year of, of high school. Um, so there is quite an age difference. And then my other brother is three years younger than me. So both of us are, are quite a bit older than Joe. Um, I'd say more that our competition was like ping pong, video games, uh, maybe some pickup basketball and shooting contests and, and whatnot. Um, but no, it wasn't. Uh, my dad was there to to uh, be more of the coaching person, we were there more to just have fun with with our younger brother. That's good. It didn't. Hopefully, you didn't do anything too dangerous when he's two years old and you're already <laughs> off at college. Um, but um, his his college football journey, uh, you know, started at Ohio State, and he didn't really crack crack through there. Got injured, and then um, people. I I mean, I have to ask you this, and a lot of people, a lot of Husker <laughs> Nation. We'll always remember, like maybe Joe Burrow coming to Nebraska, and then he ended up at LSU. Did you did you hope to see your brother? Because um, your your brother and then your dad and yourself have all been a Husker. Did you want to see Joe Burrow as a Husker? Yeah, I, I think that's um, what we always thought the plan was, and we thought it would materialize. And then again, for one reason or, reason or another, it just just never actually happened. Um, but, but again. Um, you know, he was disappointed. I mean, when you, when Ohio State offers you, and and you're about an hour from um, from Columbus, that's that's a tough offer uh, to pass up. Again, um, things there didn't sort out um, exactly like he had hoped. And then, uh, fortunately, Coach Ogeron, Coach O, um, you know, believed in him and, and gave him an opportunity um, that really, you know, up to that point, nobody had. Jamie, we're talking to Jamie Burrow, former Husker linebacker and brother of Joe Burrow. I'm curious, you were all Big 12 your senior year. Now now Joe is obviously going to be in the Super Bowl. How do you describe being a leader? What what goes into being a leader? I think it just starts with um, being authentic. You know, it, it's, if, if you say one thing and do another thing, it's really difficult to, to lead people. Um, I, I do think that, again, if you're going to – you can you can lead uh, with your words, but actions always speak louder than words. So you can't only speak with your words. It, you know it needs your teammates need to see action and they need to see the work put in. So I, I think um, you know Joe has always been really comfortable in his own skin and, and very confident in in his, in his own skin. And, and again, he puts in the work. Um, he watches a lot of film, works on his body. 
um, you know, so he's prepared mentally and physically. Um, and, and then uh, again, he just um, demands excellence from himself and, and his teammates. How often are you guys, are you able to see him a lot? Obviously with the football season, you know, he's traveling and busy and, um, but how do you travel to every game? You said you were down in Kansas city this weekend. How are you able to support your brother from afar or do you go to the games? Um, yeah, I've been to, uh, so I coach, um, I have a a fifth grader, um, so he's 11. So I coach him. I'm the defensive coordinator there. So, uh, unfortunately all of, um, all of his games are on Sunday. So on a lot of, I don't watch Joe, um, until, you know, right when the game ends, sometimes I'm just jogging off of the field, not really even like going through the, you know, congratulations line or whatever. And I'm, hitting up whatever sports bar is the closest <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, when possible. And then now that the season uh, last year, um, he actually, the game that I was slated to go to, uh, I think it was the Pittsburgh Monday night. Um, he, he blew his knee out the, the, the week before. So I didn't get to see him play in person at all uh, his rookie year. So this year when our season ended, I have been to the Raiders game in, in Las Vegas, the Broncos game, in Denver, um, the Chiefs game in Cincinnati, the, and then the first Raiders playoff game. I took a week off and stayed home for the uh, Titans, and then, then because of proximity, it was pretty easy to get to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So um, do support him in person uh, when I can. Uh, with COVID protocols, we really don't get to spend much time. I mean, we don't even get to see him after the game. Um, oh, and wow. then, again, uh, when we were younger, we'd kind of have our, our normal cadence. Um, I would see him at my dad's bowl game or over Christmas, and then our family goes to Florida uh, for a for a summer vacation every year. So I'd always see him then, and then that kind of fell by the wayside with just how busy uh, he was in college uh, and then preparing for the NFL draft. But he actually uh, um, ended up coming to Florida this year. Uh, his quarterback coach, uh, Jordan Palmer, came out there, so – his old brother got to play tight end um, and, and catch some balls. And I'll tell you what, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not as fun as you think it would be. He, <laughs> it, they, they get on you pretty fast, and my hands aren't very well conditioned uh, for that. So I, I did tell him, he asked, uh, leading up to that, he asked, well, me and my other brother, will you catch for me when, when I'm out there? I said, absolutely, but I absolutely won't do it unless you give me gloves because <laughs> – uh, he, he said that he he throws as he as he was in college he started throwing a lot harder and it really started hurting your hands and he says if uh, people don't wear gloves and the and uh, the seams catch him just right it can tear their hand open so I certainly after catching his ball um, I can see that 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 wouldn't be that difficult to happen. I guess I, I kind of want to ask a, just a general question: How proud are you? I mean, through everything he's been through and. I want to ask about kind of the journey that you played a part in, in his recovery, right. And having to see him go down his rookie year after there's so much promise. Right. And now he's fulfilling that, but having it to kind of put it on pause abruptly, what was, what was that like? And then just how proud are you of him just throughout his whole journey? Yeah, I, I'd say I'm, I'm uh, proudest of just his resiliency Uh, again, coming out of high school um, you know, he, he even when the accolades came, he, he wasn't being recruited the way that I, I'm sure he felt that he should have been. Um, and then, you, you know, you look at uh, Nebraska really never came to the table. 
at Ohio State. He didn't get the chance, um, you know, that that that, that we thought he deserved and he thought he deserved. And so, uh, again, it was looking pretty bleak there, but he always believed in himself. And then, then again, um, you know, showed resiliency. Even when he went down to LSU, uh, when he first went there, he was fourth team and had to earn that starting job. And then, uh, again, um, you know, becoming injured like he did and then, and then coming back. I, I saw how committed he was, um, you know, to the rehab process, and it was ugly. Uh, at times but but again um, how we grew up is just put your head down and work so that's the mindset he he took with his rehab Um, and again it's really I'm really proud to see it paying off um, you know for him this year and and again it comes down to just being physically and mentally tough and being resilient which um, you know is just a, a great trait. We're talking with Jamie Burrow the former Nebraska linebacker and older brother to Joe Burrow Jamie, what was the environment like uh, going into Chiefs Kingdom? Uh, we know this, there's a lot of Chiefs fans up here in Nebraska, and we know they made the trek, and Kansas City really shows out. Uh, how decked out were in Cincinnati gear were you, and what was what was it like taking the Bengals fans into Arrowhead Stadium? Uh, it, it was. I mean, that is a great environment uh, for a game. Uh, you know, I think it's, I think you're hard pressed. Um, the jungle is a, a great environment. I've been to Kansas City, Arrowhead a number of times, and, and I mean it is loud. Um, again, I would agree with Joe that that it, that it is. Um, I was at Alabama his senior year. That was pretty loud. Also, my dad said that uh, seven overtime Texas A&M game was loud. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it was fun pulling into the stadium. Uh, we were pulling in, and, and uh, the Chiefs fan could see our Bengal gear pulling in and we felt like the the new kid to school like we got some bad looks and and then there were some other gestures and whatnot that we got also uh, but I was in my jo- my jackpot Joey uh, hat my my brand new um, as of this year since they changed uh, the look of the jerseys I was in my number nine borough jersey and then I was um, I have I have my special uh, Jordan fives that are that are uh, Bengal color that I wore so I was pretty decked wow. out uh, the rest of the family and it was uh it was a great environment and really played out um very similarly to their first game where they got down by 14 and and again um they just they just hang around and um that's kind of the the, the script for the Bengals is you know if, if they're if they can keep it close um and just hang around to the end of the game they seem to find a way to win and and again they did last night all right jamie i want to kind of ask you a couple husker questions here before we have to let you go here in a little bit, but do you? How often do you get to go to Nebraska games? How often do you find yourself in Memorial Stadium? I uh, haven't been there very frequently. Yeah. Um, at late, um, I went to I, can't, I went I went to I think the Michigan game last year. I went to Ohio State the previous year, but I um, I, I maybe make it to one game, mm-hmm. uh, one game a year. Uh, and I often say that I haven't found a better seat than the one at home on my couch. <laughs> Good, yeah, kind you of don't have to deal more. with traffic. And, it, and living in Omaha, you know, headed down to Lincoln, it's a it's a pretty long day. And I again, I got a six year old and eleven year old, so you really got to be committed to that whole whole process. And then, then we usually have uh, again, I, I coach football, so we have some football practice and whatnot on uh, on Saturday. So it just makes it you know, uh, kind of a difficult task. I, I want to ask you this, and I want to be delicate with this, I suppose, but um, you, you mentioned, you know, Nebraska didn't reach out. Did, was there ever a time that Joe was 
talking to Nebraska? Was uh, there a time? Uh, I would say no. Okay. Um, I would say the the uh, I, I mean the whole that whole process. I went to an unofficial visit with Joe after his sophomore year uh, when when uh, Bo Pelini was the head coach and Tim Beck um, was the offensive coordinator. And again, there just really wasn't a lot of uh, interest. Um, Mike Riley, when he came on board, tried to get in the mix late, but it was like ten days before signing day, and, and Joe had been committed to Ohio State for for a long time. So Absolutely. it was uh, at, at that juncture, you know, you really weren't going to be able to to flip anything at that point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, what is your guys's family's um, Super Bowl plans? Are you going, or is the best seat in your house? <laughs> Well, the best seat, the the least expensive seat is in my house. I know know that much. Um, so we don't we don't have all the plans um, laid out. How yet. many tickets I, I does Joe get? Earlier today, and he his current list of Super Bowl tickets is, was thirty one, and um, so he's going to find out more information tomorrow cool. on price and and other things along those lines. But. Uh, um, I'm going to do my best to get down there um, again, logistically just kind of got to figure all that out. And, and uh, it does, it does get a little pricey traveling to all these, uh, all these games. Um, I brought my, my, I mean, my wife's been with me to every one of them. And then my, my kids have been to, I think they've been to three games um, and they went to Denver and then they went to uh, the two games in Cincinnati that we went to. And it, again, it, it's incredibly fun. But it's pretty taxing on the family. Um, just uh, it's not easy to get to a lot of these places. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no direct flight to Cincinnati that I know of. Then <laughs> uh, there was bad weather, and and with some of the, the flight situations, we actually uh, rented a car and drove home the first time, and then we just drove out there for the uh, for the Raider playoff game. Well, you think your brother would just help you, right? Yeah, he's got some yeah. diamond necklaces yeah. and can give you a couple couple dollars, right? I mean, he can, he, he can, he, he could, um, I don't ask and, and I don't expect that. Um, uh, it's interesting that everyone thinks that, that they get all these tickets. And I, I want to say, I think he only got four tickets, um, for the, for the game yesterday. So these tickets, uh, I had a lot of people hitting me up trying to see what I could do to get tickets and I could barely get them for myself. You're like, so. I'm trying to get there myself. How yeah. <laughs> I can't even. Go ahead. So I, I'm curious, what what does Joe say about the Cincinnati organization and Zach Taylor as a head coach? Does he talk about it at all? Does he love his time in Cincinnati so far? What's he say? Um, he love I mean, he loves Coach Taylor. Um, again, um, with I mean, I'll just call him Zach because mm-hmm. again, um, I mean, he's a, a former Husker, and yeah. I uh, I was at the we happened to be staying at the same hotel in Denver and I, I'd never met Zach Taylor and he came in and I said, Zach, I, and I said, Jamie Burrow in the house. And he turned around and saw me and, and came over and, and dapped me up, gave me a little love. And, and we chatted for about three minutes. Um, and, and I mean, he's just a great guy. You know, I think that that comes through in his press conferences and, and um, I mean, Joe really thinks the world of him and, and the rest of the coaching staff. And uh, again, they've earned trust uh, throughout the last couple of years. And um, Joe really feels valued in that he has input um, in the direction of the offense. Uh, he had that at, at LSU. And, again, um, Brian Callahan and Coach Taylor really give him input and feedback and collaboration on, on uh, what they do on offense. Um, so, I mean, he really thinks uh, the locker room, uh, one of his best friends from Ohio State is Sam Hubbard. 
Sam, Sam really recruited Joe uh, when it was looking like they were going to get the, the number one pick and that was going to be Joe. Sam said, hey, you know, we got, we got a great locker room that, that rivals anything in the NFL. We just need you to, to turn the corner on this. And uh, they added some key uh, pieces through the draft uh, this last year with Jamar and then free agency. And, and again, it's just a lot of guys uh, sharing the same vision and mission and just having fun together. And, and uh, when you get a lot of people pulling in the same direction and having fun in the process, it, it can be a special, uh, special thing. Well, he's Jamie Burrow, the former Husker and older brother to Joe Burrow. Jamie, thank you for taking the time. I know we used up more than we allotted for yes. that we, we asked you for. So we appreciate you sticking around with us and um, for all the great stories. And hopefully hopefully you get to the Super Bowl. You know, if not, the couch is always comfortable. Yeah, I think I, I, think I will. Awesome. I, think, I think I'll figure out a way to get there. So, and i got to say who day because apparently that's, that's what you do when you're a Bengal fan. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's amazing. And maybe we'll have you back on after, after they win. Yeah, that's, that sounds good. Uh, appreciate um, you guys reaching out and, um, and have a good rest of your evening. Thanks, Jamie. He's Jamie Burrow, the former Husker, the former Super cool. Mike linebacker yeah. in the early 2000s, and Joe Burrow's older brother. He lives in Omaha. Yeah, super cool. Fun super facts. Cool. I mean, just how awesome would it be to see like your little brother from his vantage point be a recruited out of high school number one, go to Division One number two, Heisman winner, and now going to be one of the guys that somehow is going to make history. Like, if he wins the Super Bowl, he's going to make history. Well, he's already making history. He, he is already making history, but he's making history. He's going to make more history if he wins the Super Bowl in his second year with after winning a Heisman and a national title. It's All super in three cool. years. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't have done it in two. You just... <laughs> only if he wouldn't have torn his ACL. That's what happened. That's true. Okay, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back after this. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. To the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. Happy Monday. We're back. Ticket Weeknights, Nicole and Nick. This bump music kind of makes me feel like I should be in, like, Cancun. But I'm not. Or Basically, it was Cancun here. It was 60 degrees today. I know. It was a deceiving 60 because I was a little chilly today. Really? I went for a walk. I mean, it was like, it wasn't a hot 60. 
which it's January. No. So, yeah. But I tweeted. I said, Nebraska. I was at Holmes Lake. I used to live over by Holmes Lake. I don't anymore. Okay. Um, but I went for a walk out there because I was kind of on that side of town. And I said, Nebraska, where ice fishing and golfing happens on the same day in January. Because it's fantastic. when you come around the corner, you can see the Holmes Lake golf course. Yep. And then there's people ice fishing. Have you ever been ice fishing? I have. I enjoy it. With my brother's Just kidding, no Boy Scouts group a long time ago. And it was not fun as a seven-year-old. I probably would enjoy it now, I think. I can't handle cold. I don't handle cold well. Mm, that's problematic. It is. It is. I'm from South Dakota, so I can handle it a little bit more than some people can. So, like, 60 degrees today, I, I, didn't, get in, I didn't come to work till 1 p.m. today. So, I... Uh, had some errands to run this morning and stuff. Washed my car, cleaned it out. Such a such a liberating feeling when you clean your car out. I love doing that. Thank you. See, I, I, I knew I was not alone on this. I just had to stick with my gut. When I go home, when I drive home, I always clean my car out. We have like a yes. big, big like shop vac in oh, our garage. It's fantastic. Her name's Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> you named your shop vac. My parents named our oh, okay. shot back Bertha, That's and I go, "Do we that. is Bertha here?" And then we go clean the car. It'll be a problem when Bertha's not there. She's always there. She's very reliable. Bertha? Shot facts are very reliable. Is a giant one that rolls around. Sure does. I have the same We're not going to have the fake ones. <laughs> We're not going to have great value brand Bertha. Yeah. I make too much money for it to be fake. <laughs> That's not true. At Joe Burrow. At Joe Burrow, which great show so far. If you missed it, we just talked with Jamie Burrow, the former Nebraska linebacker, the Mike linebacker. You love that. You love knowing Mike linebacker. Okay, well, I'm um, breaking news. Never played football. Was never a linebacker. And I was reading his bio because I prepare for my interviews. Yeah. And I said to Nick, I go, do you think they had a typo in here? Do you think they meant middle <laughs> linebacker? And no, it, in 2001, and probably a few years later, it mm. was the Mike linebacker. Yeah, same so, thing for middle. Shout out Mike. Mike's. But, Every um, Mike in the world. Not Mike's hard. <laughs> shout no. out Mike. So great interview with uh, Jamie Burrow. He has... Um, didn't see Joe Pro Joe his brother play last year. Um, you know he blew out his knee and um, or he broke he tore his ACL. Tore his ACL. Yeah. Um, but you know, major setback. No, minor setback. Major comeback. Yes. And then um, he's planning on trying to get to the Super Bowl. Trying to figure out. Apparently, they don't get a ton of tickets. He said maybe thirty-one. Yeah, he said he had thirty-one people on his list, but for the AFC Championship, they only had four. He, well, Joe, Joe Bowl's, only got four tickets. Yeah, the Super Bowl's probably well, and because I mean it was an away game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess well, it won't be an it will be an away it'll game. Be a neutral site, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. True, because it's at LA, but it'll be treated as a neutral site. Mm, it's pretty home. home. <laughs> it's pretty homey. That's how the no. t- the Tampa Bay t- last yes. Super Bowl was a home. Yeah, so and now two, we're just doing two it two years in a row. That's so they need to host it at Soldier Field next year. Is what I'm hearing. Okay, oh, what, why? What What are your thoughts on the new coach? Why do you have to choose <laughs> violence right there? <laughs> I just wanted to know your thoughts on the new coach because they grabbed somebody that, you know, just oh, a, it's a to- it's a totally great hire, and I'm so glad that the Chicago Bears picked a defensive minded coach when they have their franchise quarterback drafted. Well, they don't need an offensive coordinator because they have their franchise quarterback. Well, they have an offensive coordinator. They just hired one. Yes, but I'm not too high on the Bears right now. So I'm sorry. Whatever. Bandwagon bu- bandwagon Bucks fan. Bandwagon Bengals fan. Bengals. I got to learn how to say that. 
bandwagon bangles. It doesn't roll. Bandwagon bangles. But go back and listen to um, our interview with Jamie Burrow. We tried to tried not to make it all about Joe Burrow. You know, hey man, your brother's Joe Burrow. He's in the Super Bowl. I know, but he was a former Husker. He was. His, you know, if he wasn't a former Husker, it'd be one thing. But I was curious. <laughs> we well, wouldn't have talked well, to him. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying if he was like, if he would have played at like Western Kentucky. We hey now. We wouldn't ask about his Why time. Why are you hating we on Western Kentucky? We wouldn't Kentucky. ask him about his time as a hilltopper. We would just be like, yo, what's it like with your brother in the Super Bowl? Yeah. However, but there is that, that deep We found Nebraska this man con- who lives in Omaha who happens to be the brother <laughs> Joe, of Joe Burrow. He just settled down in Omaha. But no, uh, I mean, his brother is Joe Burrow. So We're going to ask questions about that. That's we did cool. ask... Um, Nick and I both asked kind of different formats about during Burroughs. Never. Getting there. During Burroughs' college journey, um, if he started at Ohio State, went into the transfer portal, ended up at LSU, won the Heisman, won a national championship, and then got drafted. But was Nebraska ever – did Jamie want to see his brother at Nebraska? And he said yes. He said that's just how we thought it was going to happen. Yeah, I thought that was eye opening. And then it didn't happen due yeah. to due, due to, to what Nicole? Because I want to know the answer. Well, you know, so in the beginning, um, that he wasn't really recruited heavily out of high school. Mm-hmm. I think the tell me, Husker Nation, do you have a bigger issue with Joe Burrow not being recruited as heavily out of high school? Or during when he was in the transfer portal. Because, you know, for the next two weeks, all we're going to be hearing about is Joe Burrow could have gone to Nebraska. Why was this man not recruited to Nebraska? Because of this man. I don't have Adrian Martinez <laughs> have Adrian. as my background. Hey, I'll show the text line or the, the video stream as well. But him with his real diamonds. Because a reporter asked him. I don't think I would ever ask that. Never. Why would Why would he wear fake diamonds also? I mean. He is an NFL quarterback. Because you want to save some money. Do you think NFL quarterbacks are frugal? Some could be. I think it would be really Philip res- Rivers res- respectable. Well, he's got a big family to yeah, so take he's care probably of. frugal. I think it's I think it's interesting. Um, yeah, you, you asked that question about you know does your brother did you want to see your brother play at Nebraska and stuff? Um, I asked kind of a question. And I wanted to be very careful about it because it, I know I didn't know what you were going to say. You were like, I know I, I want to be delicate with this, but it was a, it can be a touchy subject for a lot of people. I think um, right after the time when it came out that Joe wanted to come to Nebraska, it was kind of a touchy subject when fans found out how it happened, how it happened, or how it didn't happen. And I think it's because, well, you know. People are going to say, like, Joe Burrow could have come to Nebraska. I don't want to hear that for the yeah. next two weeks. No. And we're going to always hear it. And you never know if Joe Burrow comes to Nebraska, does he have the success that he's having? No way. No way. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. But I, I, I'm sorry, but there was not a Joe, uh, a Joe Brady guy here at Nebraska. There is not a Joe Brady type who developed him at LSU. There's not a Jamar Chase. There was there was not a Jamar Chase in Nebraska. There was not a Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like I, I understand like those are different players and Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow, but it does help and take a lot off the quarterback when he has a supporting cast. Yeah, so like does Adrian Martinez have a different year if if they flipped roles? If he's at LSU. Know. 
That's interesting. That's, and that's we really can go down the weed works of like all this. But is Husker Nation more upset that Joe Burrow was not targeted as much coming out of high school or when he was in the portal based off what happened? I think well, we, we get this off the, this, the stream, and, and I kind of want to push back on this. He, somebody says, I have a bigger issue about people living in the past and asking why and what if. Who cares? Move on. It didn't happen. Yes, I would, but ag- I would agree with that I would, take. I would, I would agree, but I will also push back and say the reason that a lot of people keep bringing it up is because the last couple years have been atrocious. And the success that if, Joe yes, Burrow is having. If, if one of those did not happen, if Nebraska was hitting bowl games reg- regularly like we want, then we wouldn't worry about it. But it was the way that it kind of unfolded. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's also stings a little bit more in the hearts of Husker fans because – there's that history there with his family. Well, if Nebraska has a quarterback, if Nebraska goes to a bowl game, is successful the past few years, we're not talking about Because we're saying, look how good of a quarterback Adrian was for Nebraska. Mm-hmm. We're not having this conversation. So I understand. So, so Robert, I completely understand, man, that I'm, I'm also in that boat of stop living in the 90s as much because we're not getting there. We're not. We're so far away that our, our ceiling or our, our focal point should not be the '90s. It should be how can we be the best version of ourselves in 2022? Wow, that is very. That's a hot take right there. That's one hot take that I have, but I don't want to get into that. So I understand that not living in the past, mm-hmm. but I also would say if Nebraska wasn't three and nine, then you wouldn't have to worry about these questions. Also interesting. So we have Zach Taylor, the. Quarter, or not the quarterback, the the former Nebraska quarterback head coach. Yeah. You have Joe Burrow, the not former Nebraska quarterback, but the quarterback for the Bengals. And you have Troy Walters, who yes. is the wide receivers coach. That and it kind of flies under the radar that he's there too. And it's like this weird conglomerate mm-hmm. of like, I wouldn't say cast-offs, because like Zach Taylor was successful. Yeah. He was the offensive conference player of the year. And then Troy Walters was let go, fired, parted ways, mm-hmm. um, and Joe Burrow never got a chance to be here. But it's weird that they're all on the Bengals and they're all on their way yeah. to the Super Bowl. And Brian Callahan is Bill Callahan's son, who used to be the coach here. Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator. I mean, so might as well just... Just call him the Nebraska Bengals. M- might as well. Just s- slap a sticker on just, him. Just think about if Rex Burkhead was still their running back and <laughs> Seathan Carter was still their third-string tight end. Stanley Morgan Jr. is there. He's um, inactive. Injured. Yes. Yes. He's still a part of the team. I know. The football team like, tweets about Stanley Morgan. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it's it's just interesting what, what could have happened. And, and we, that's all we can do. Like, it's it's hard not to go what could have happened because it never we're did. longing for some Starving. good news. Mm-hmm. So We will just live vicariously through the boroughs. Yep. Love Joe Burrow. Glad he came to Nebraska. And Jamie. Yes. Jamie. And, and his dad. All of them. Who was really cool. Did you see the picture of him and Jamar Chase's dad smoking a cigar after? And then... That could be Nebraska! And then, and then Jamar um, Jamar and uh, Joe were smoking a cigar after the, the AFC Championship game as well. And Ed Ogeron's like, laughter, yeah. laughter. Okay, so a couple things I want to talk Easy about. Easy on cigar, big boy. I want to talk about... That's a good, that's a good impersonation, that was, was good. it not? That was good. I want to I get your thoughts on Brian Kelly. Number one... Number two, 
what a it's completely different sides of the the spectrum here. He Number needs two, to stop what he's doing yes. on that little circle camera thing. Yeah, that's what it feels like being a girl in a bar, oh. and you have some oh. guy coming okay. up behind you okay. being weird. Okay. Anyway, um, I also want to talk about what kind of first of all with Brian Kelly all over the place here. Does he just be, tell the crew like, yeah, yeah, you get yours first, and then I'll hop up there with you? And like, what does the recruit say? Like, no, I think, nah, like what? I think the creatives told them that we're going to do this, and then Brian creatives Kelly just not. understood the assignment <laughs> oh, no. way too much. He went and wanted to get a hundred and four percent instead of, of a ninety-two percent. Understandable. And then number two, reeling it back to Nebraska. Think about the pitch that Mickey Joseph can give recruits, though, mm-hmm. saying, "You see Jamar Chase in the Super Bowl." Come here, I want to make you a Jamar Chase in Nebraska. That's he said Jamar Chase breaking shocking news is his best recruit story. Super cool story. Yeah, that you posted that. I saw that. So we will we'll talk about that next. So we are gonna take a break and we will close out ticket weeknights after this. Back to the ticket weeknights on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. All good things must come to an end. The show is not coming. To, the show today is coming to an end, <laughs> but we are not leaving until I see you next week. Ticket weeknights with Nicole Griffith. I ended the last segment saying like, ticket weeknights, we'll finish it up. No, there's way more coming up tonight. Mm-hmm. So there is content on the ticket until 11 o'clock. Which yes. is amazing. Six AM to eleven PM. Tonight there's not a there's not talking tens, there's not gymnastics because they are currently in a meet at They're uh, at home. They're at home. The Illinois. This is the Illinois Pink Pink Night re re uh mm-hmm. rescheduled. And then uh Splashly for three. Yes. A- Ashley Scoggin is in the house. Her show is coming up. Um they're kinda switching days. Yeah, her family's in town, so they're hanging out with her tonight. And that means they're hanging out here. And then um, that show is from uh, eight to nine. Eight to nine, yep. and then nine to ten is the diver. Yep, the deep end with uh, Audrey Coffee and Reagan Hins. And then ten to eleven is the bowling show. Ten eleven. Ten to eleven. Is that your favorite? My kids are never going to learn how to spell from nine to twelve, or count, because I am oh, like boy. triggered. Every time someone says ten eleven, really? That'll be ten eleven. Like uh, I was, I was on PTO one time. I went back home. I was driving home. I was at the North Platte, Qdoba or Chipotle, and then she goes, "That'll be ten eleven. I was like, <gasps> "I try to get away from work." I li- I it like kind of free- it's free- and like when basketball or athletes their numbers are ten and eleven are like standing next to each other. You see it everywhere now. Really? You're never like you don't. I mean, do you ever see like nine nine three seven? I feel no, like no, because like no, and I, don't I feel think like so. I'm gonna teach my kids how to count, and I'm gonna be like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Now, yeah. 12, 13, 14. They'll never forget. I, it's ingrained in my brain. Yeah, I think I do like how ten and eleven. It's how your guys' station is ten, eleven instead of just like four. Well, it's because so channels ten and eleven. Yeah, and eleven's Grand Island. Yes, so K O L N K G I N. Grand Island. Oh, a story that I did this week that I didn't put down on my list is the Herbie Husker mascot change. Yeah. I that's the thing that happened. Do you like Little Red? 
That's not who it is. I know it's not, but do you like Little Red? Why are you asking me this? Because I feel like this is a hot topic. And we'll, But we're talking about Herbie Husker. Do you like, let me rephrase, do you like Little Red or Herbie Husker more? We are talking about vintage Herbie Husker okay. right now. Nicholas. Use my full name. <laughs> Nicholas. So we do have a comment that I want to point out to you. Oh, boy. What'd they say? What did I say? You two are fantastic. Love listening to the show and listening to you both. Thanks for all you do. Oh, thanks, Mom. No. That's Robert. Robert. <laughs> Robert, appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. That's very nice of you. We'll be here Mondays. So, okay, back to Herbie Husker. Tell mm-hmm. us about it. Um, so he had the okay sign. You yes. can see on the video screen. And it's kind of weird. It's like his fingers are small. Yeah. So it kind of looks like this. But then it changed to the number one. Mm-hmm. But this happened last year at the start of 2021. And it's because um, some hate groups slash white supremacy have been um, utilizing the OK sign for white power to signalize white power. And so um, it was brought to the attention of Nebraska's licensing and um branding department and they just said we're going to change it to number one because we're also number one we're number not one. We're, we're not okay we are number one we are number one but i mean it, it's not like the redskins it's not like the washington football team or the indians or the cleveland like who are it's not like they're rebranding yes herbie or they're literally just changing the way his hands are positioned he got um he got number one number one not a so, not a okay. A okay. Nope. So that's another story I did. And then my friend texted me this morning, um, who lives in Georgia, and she goes, "What the heck is going on in Lincoln?" And it was the CNN article. I like kind of, huh? I like open my head or I open my eyes like sideways and see if like I might have a lot of text when I wake up. And it's like, what the heck is happening in Lincoln? And it was a CNN article of this. Oh really? And it goes, the reason behind the slight change to Herbie. Or no, that's mine. It said. That, I sent her my story <laughs> as a follow-up. It says, University of Nebraska updates Herbie Husker mascot to change hand gesture associated with white supremacy. And they have a photo of the current Herbie. And they have no photos of the blonde Herbie. Okay. That's not, that's wh- bad. That's not who we're talking about. You're right. Come on, CNN. Okay, so Herbie question Bach and I talked about today. How freaky is Herbie without a hat? terrifying i was not not good i was not ready for that the first time i ever saw him during a national anthem and i you can't it's flat i don't know what i expected his like hair is like perfectly combed back combed back no it's like flat it's like yeah but it's like no it like goes sideways did they change maybe maybe we saw him on different days i he has really bad hair the one the one time i've seen him without his hat is when he, it's like perfectly combed back. Like a mafia member? Yes. No. And I was like, Herbie, you got to put your hat back no, on, No, mine was, his was like all over the place and flat. And it was terrifying. Okay, yeah, that would be bad. Okay, so that's another reason why I like Little Red. People want to sacrifice Little Red. I want Little Red to stay around forever. Um, I love that he bounces on his head. I, I don't particularly enjoy Little Red. Why? I guess okay. So this will this will hit some fans. Deeper. It's just like a big, big baby. Lil Red reminds me of basketball games at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. Okay. And I was actually talking back and forth uh, Twitter. So I Lance Jeter put a highlight out this other day of his time at Bob Devaney, and I like retweeted it. Oh yeah, it, I saw that. And I was like, I miss the old Devaney. Mm-hmm. 
And Lance was like, yes. And then Drake Baronic, who was a former Husker. And you just started freaking out. No, that's all not, that's these guys all. are tweeting at that's not, Nick. That's not it at all. But I was like. Jay Billis retweeted me one time. I think a lot of people miss basketball at the Devaney Center. I think people miss good basketball. Maybe, maybe I need to talk about that tomorrow. That's a that's a topic for tomorrow. There you go. Yeah, I'm Nick. How was your out. show today? And how was your was, show yesterday? It was. Or it was how good. is your show tomorrow? Um, it was it was good. Uh, me and Rico, we talked about how Cooper Cup needed to be considered for MVP. Um, yeah. Tomorrow we're going to talk about people missing basketball at the Devaney Center. Okay. Because I think we do. Well, that's been the Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffith. Fun show. Go back and re-listen and listen a bunch of times because I'm trying to get to 500 downloads on a podcast. Yes. And since I only do a show once a week, it's kind of hard to get there. But if everyone downloads it, everyone's listening, I need to get my numbers up. Everybody needs to download it 500 times. That'd be a lot. So I hope you you enjoyed it. It It has been fun. Let the record show that Alexis Markowski is one freshman Big Ten player award away from tying the amount of wins that the men's program has in general this year. Yikes. All right. Get us out. Have a great week. I will talk to you guys all next Monday. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.